it's maybe an important thing to learn that, uh, that, that when someone is struggling to breathe, you don't, uh, you know, continue to, to hump them. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Yeah, yeah, that's like a lesson, you know. Well, in Queens, for a cyclist in New York City, a pothole can sometimes be a real pain in the neck. Especially for the victim of a peculiar accident in Ridgewood. Just before noon, the 41-year-old was pedaling northwest in the bike lane on Woodward Avenue. He crashed when he hit a pothole, hitting his head on the pavement. Helmet schmelmet! He was unsteady when he stood up, and as he walked away, stumbled on the sidewalk and fell again. This time, he wasn't so lucky. The man fell hard on a waist-high fence skewered his neck on one of the wrought iron finials. <laughs> At this point, he was forced to momentarily stop moving. A witness said he hit his head really hard. Then in a daze, he starts stumbling onto this fence. He falls onto the fence and skewers his neck. It went all the way through his neck. It was the most gruesome, weird thing I've ever seen. <laughs> of course it is. What if that was like the second? <laughs> Paramedics managed to extricate him. He was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Bad for the cyclist, but good for the paramedics. Beats given a fat guy CPR. And they have a story to tell. Joining me now, Amber Nelson. Hi, everybody. Hey. I'm always wary of those uh, uh, waist-high spiky things. It oh, just yeah. seems like a like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Like You're decorating your home with knives. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't want you sitting on those things, I guess, mm. is why they do it. Like, they think that birds are going to sit on it or you're going to sit on it. Bums are going to... Why not just have... Yeah, so what? Let people sit. You know? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It beats somebody getting a... Just <laughs> get like an electrical... Uh, what do you call it? Where they have cows? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An electrical fence. Well, then this guy would have been electrocuted. <laughs> Make it electrocuted spikes for, for cyclists. You know, I mean, like, yeah, next time it might not be a cyclist. It might be somebody who matters. Yeah. <laughs> also, bikes not into it. No, no, absolutely not into bikes. too much effort to get around. Any worse than bikes, motorcycles. Oh my god! Motorcycles are, are like, uh, boy, you know, when one of those motorcycles goes by, and look, I don't know a lot, but I know that, that the louder the noise, the bigger that guy's dick is. <laughs> you know, uh, a woman uh, got her leg cut off in an accident the other day. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't recover it, but it was amusing. Because, uh, you know, she was just uh, driving her motorcycle around and, and she got into this uh, accident, cut her leg off. That's not really the amusing part. Uh, the amusing part was the way they covered it because they said uh, her Facebook had a picture of her legs. She put a picture of her legs on there. She's very proud of them. <laughs> it, had oh, to be, no. it had to be. That's what gave her the. It wasn't dramatic enough. A woman got her leg cut off riding her motorcycle around. They had to give it that extra like, and she was really proud of her legs. Oh, it's like cutting off Samson's hair. <laughs> it was her, yes. She gets her, yeah, exactly. It was a lot of her power. A friend of, friend of mine, he, uh, he was like an older man who liked to talk about sex with young boys, you know, like, you know, like uh, teaching young boys. Pedophile, like, right. Or like he had to pick up women. <laughs> gym you know? teacher. Oh, gym okay. teacher kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Burt Reynolds type, you know. Oh, I got it. Yeah. yeah, and they all loved him. And uh, he got a motorcycle and got in an accident and got his dick cut off. Wow. Only his dick. <laughs> Not his balls, too. Not his balls. Oh, my Christ. What an ironic... What a, what, a, what a beautifully ironic story. That's like a hard mirror ironic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, guys, who are you going to listen to now? That guy doesn't have a dick. My God. 
God. Yeah. And the balls are still there. So that's a, that's a cruel because then you still have urges. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, Lena, I think I'd want to keep the balls anyway. I think I'd want, yeah, I'd want to. <laughs> I don't want to be a castrato. You know? I mean, uh, those guys, uh, like, what, what do they call those? A, uh, a eunuch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sing really high. Yeah. But that was before the invention of recording voices, before they had podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so no one knows what they sounded like. Yeah. Oh, well, they probably sounded, uh, you know. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> that's Hi, a, like, yeah, well, you know, I was like, take care of the women here in the, in the palace. And, uh, <laughs> they wanted to trust me. So I imagine it's something like that. Uh, or, you know, uh, they probably don't say much, you know, I mean, but then again, like it's sort of like getting neutered as a dog, I guess. Once you get neutered, you're just better behaved. I guess they did it before anesthesia. How did they do it? I don't know, like ice. Here, bite down on this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just another severed dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll help you not to focus on the dick that you that you're currently losing. Uh, and uh, well, you know, it, it only took you a couple of minutes to get into cutting off dicks, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a skill. Well done. A uh, now, now it, here's a story that comes uh, from a different borough. Uh, the, the, not all these boroughs are so friendly. I'm talking about, of course, in violent Brooklyn, a jealous husband sentenced to 20 years to life in the murder of a young man. The Daily News several times refers to as an aspiring architect. Now, according to the Daily News, Lawrence Jones shot aspiring architect 18-year-old Isaiah Roberts for flirting with his wife. They say he senselessly gunned down the aspiring architect in Brooklyn for merely flirting with his wife. I get a little bogged down in the details of this story. Uh, What I started to realize is that the Daily News really wants to tell a story about a tragic death that we should all care about. Yeah, he's an aspiring architect. Yeah, exactly. He's going to go rebuild the levee. Yeah. (laughs) This guy, this guy had so much to do in his life. You know, his, here's, here's where it comes from. And and they refer to him that that way. There's a quote from, his dad, he says, he likes drafting and he liked drafting and drawing plans. He was looking at colleges, he said, and oh. thinking of pursuing a degree in architecture. That's what his dad said. He liked drafting and drawing plans. He was looking at colleges. The Daily News says, that's all we need. This isn't some guy who got shot. It's an aspiring architect. Tech, tech, tech. Now, their report... Uh, of, of that, it, uh, it just of the sentencing, him getting sentenced. That's all they refer to him. They refer to architecture three separate times, as if to say we can't emphasize this enough. Aspiring architect. If you remember nothing else about this, the victim was interested in architecture. Yeah. When he thought about lead pointers and compasses, he would involuntarily begin to masturbate. <laughs> His blueprints were covered with semen. Semen. Seaman. <laughs> That's how excited he was about architecture. He used to say, give me architecture or give me death. Look around. This city could really use some buildings. Now, uh, Robert's parents said he was also active in track and field at his school, the Henry Street School for International Studies on the Lower East Side. As the, as a quote from his dad. He said, a lot of kids these days don't like sports. He loves sports. Give him a ball and he'll show you what he can do with it. I swear to God, he would have gotten a, sco- a soccer scholarship. So that ups the ante now. Mm. Not only 
was he, you know... Aspiring uh, architect. But he was going to go to college for free on a scholarship. If there's one thing he loved as much as architecture was soccer. If there's one thing he loved as much as soccer and architecture was free money for architecture school earned by playing soccer. You gotta build him up as a good person. Yeah, exactly. Like when a prostitute gets murdered, they're just like, she was a prostitute. But they're never like, <laughs> Sally was interested in manicuring. <laughs> right. Totally. Exactly. They don't, you know, it's like if, if you would have shot me dead when I was 18, mm-hmm. by these standards, they'd say, well, he owned a guitar and he was pretty good at playing the opening lick to smoke on the water. <laughs> he was an aspiring member of Deep Purple. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have just turned the pages. Yeah. I the most, readers. Yeah. I mostly jerked off and got high. Pretended to care about politics. I wasn't an aspiring member of Deep Purple. I was an aspiring comedian, clearly. You know, that's what... Uh, <laughs> So those are comedian skills, you know, watching daytime television, sleeping through it. I understand the ranting of a father who just lost his son, but get a hold of yourself, Daily News. I decline your invitation to mourn this kid's potential because no one lives up there to their potential. No, he might have been a piece of shit. You I never mean, know. Yeah. Well, he had four arrests. Four arrests? Yeah. He's 18 years old. He'd been arrested four times. One of them might have been... For a gun, I mean, like there was uh, some, you know, some unsubstantiated stuff I Damn. saw online. Sounds like he does, he's an aspiring criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't going to be an architect. And, and even if he was, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean by caught up in the details of the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They also give the shooter's motives jealousy, saying that Jones shot Roberts because the victim had flirted with the man's wife. But for some reason, the actual flirting incident is not explained at all. And uh, this is the, I mean, this is the reason he got shot and killed. Yeah. So, you know, why not tell the story? I mean, they say it was premeditated. He was lured to the scene and gunned down. That's the narrative. But like. uh, Do you think they were about to go to bed together? Well, it says it happened on a bus. Oh. That's the only thing they say about it is that that it happened on a bus and it was a long time ago. (laughs) So, uh, but it says here also that it was when, when he first was killed they reported it as an attempted robbery so he tried to rob him and then there were witnesses who said that oh, with the architect aspiring architect the aspiring architect tried to rob this other guy no the other guy tried to rob him oh and he was uh i mean like the facts of the story they say that he was uh he was on his way either to a party or leaving a party depending on who you listen to at eleven thirty-five at night i think that makes a big difference if you're on your way to a party at 11.35, that's a certain kind of person. If you're on your way home from a, a party at 11.35, different kind of person. Yeah. That's the kind of person who wants to go to soccer practice. Yeah. So I don't know. His mom said that he was on his way to a party. So he uh, was approached by a man and a woman. The guy said, run your shit, which I didn't know. That's, uh, that's a ghetto language for uh, give me all your things. They say, run your shit. So, uh, or at least that's what they said in 2012. I don't know. Mm. Uh, uh, never been robbed in the ghetto. Run your shit. I feel like if somebody told me that, I'd be like, um, and then we just <laughs> take off running. Right, like, just, it sounds like they're telling you to run, you little shit. That's what, and that's what he did. He, he took off running because the guy took a, because he didn't give him anything, and the guy took a gun out of the woman's handbag and started shooting. He shot like five times. One witness said he shot into the air. I don't know how it hit the guy. So there's that element, but it sounds like he, I mean, he got hit in the back. He ran 381 feet. I put it into my phone, <laughs> and it was 381 feet, and then he uh, and then he collapsed, and then he was found. But like, I just want to know what the flirting was. I want to know why they. Don't, you know why they don't explain it? Was it okay? Look, here, here, did he bat his eyelashes? 
Did he drop a handkerchief for her to pick up? Did he give her a winky gun? Yeah. He probably just called her a whore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you fucking whore. Exactly. That's and, how they flirt on the bus. And that doesn't fit the narrative. So they're like, he just flirted. We don't know. That's why they don't report it. They need a perfect victim to tell the perfect victim story. An aspiring architect who played soccer. This is a guy who, it's like they're the prosecutors. It's like they want a very neat tale. It also says, uh, in the second paragraph of the story, it says he wanted to get him back for the alleged teasing. That's what they, they say, that that was the motive of the killing, the alleged teasing. So he flirted with his wife in a way that was also teasing him. But they don't see fit to just go, well, here's what the man did. Hmm. They got the room for these huge page-eating photos in the Daily News. Like always, it's like they get just a few paragraphs that are basically captions for these enormous pictures. One of them is a huge button with a picture of the victim, R.I.P. Isaiah, and his born and death dates. Yeah, there are too many holes in the story. So you went to jail four times. You're 18. You're going to a party 11.30 at night, mm-hmm. and you were teasing and flirting with her on a bus? Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, he's he not a des- perfect guy. needed to die, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but I mean, it's like, uh, he, he didn't, uh, he doesn't, he, he, he's, you know, they, they, he's not necessarily this gee whiz, soccer ball kicking, aspiring architect who got shot over nothing, you know, and that's what they want to present. And here's, here's the way I feel about that. Now, uh, they love to report, you know, can you believe it? Because uh, if, the, if the details were really nothing, they would love to report that. Mm. He said, good morning, you look pretty today. And the jealous husband shot her, shot him. Uh, they brush it off, take our words for it. So, like, uh, yeah. you know, I think that the Daily News, in a way, is more manipulative than the Post. Because, you know, the Post has such a strong anti-crime, fear-mongering tone. Mm-hmm. It's almost tongue-in-cheek satire of itself you know what i mean mm-hmm. all these fucking homeless beggars you know <laughs> right but the the daily news like the post is like your angry dad yelling at you and the daily news is like your lying girlfriend explaining why she was out until three fifteen. <laughs> you know the daily news is interested in shaping your opinion by leaving out facts uh reading back well, you know, there's a lot of facts of that story, but anyway, enough is enough, for Christ's sake. Kids, dead, aspiring yeah. architect, we're and not going to get that new city building. <laughs> it is truly a tragedy. One more interesting thing about this uh, sentencing, uh, the mother, his mother, Genevieve Killebrew, conducted a seance during the sentencing. Uh, his mother conducted a seance? She came and did a seance. In the courthouse? In the yeah, in the court, yeah, because I guess it was like a victim impact statement, which they can get tedious. After a while, it's like, oh, you you took somebody away from me. I can never get back. And you just pulled the trigger, and now he doesn't exist anymore. So she, you know, had a seance. A seance. <laughs> this kid, he's got something going on. Witchcraft mother? Come on. Yeah, well, Trin, uh, Im- immigrants from Trinidad. Oh, my God. Where's Trinidad? <laughs> this is my fucking <laughs> so, asshole. That's where I'm that is. I'm so ashamed of myself. Queen's teen suicide with an M16 and Breezy Point Beach. The kid only 17. New story. Huang Wang, brokenhearted over a breakup, broke his mother's heart. Mrs. Wang, worried with the intuition of a mother and uh, an understanding of the iPhone locator. Her attempts to locate her boy, though, unsuccessful. Wang left an old-fashioned handwritten suicide note that mentioned his ex-girlfriend, 
No final tweet for Wang. He approached two people and asked, see, this guy killed himself with an M16. What? Yeah, 17 years old. He had an M16 and he was uh, upset about a breakup with his girlfriend. And he shot himself with an M16. No more, uh, no more Wang. That's how you go out, man. Hey, you know, uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you can know. get a tank. That's a decisive <laughs> fire, fire cannon into your head or something. <laughs> he approached two people and asked to use their phone while bleeding, then walked off and shot himself behind a bathroom at Beach 193rd Street. Uh, he, well, he was bleeding when he asked. He didn't ask if he could use their phone while bleeding. I mean, if you're bleeding, you should let the person infer that. Don't say, can I use your iPhone while bleeding? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so if you go the way they say it, they're going to just hold off on general principle, right? Yeah, I don't think I would give someone my phone. If there were a stranger bleeding in front of me, I'd be like, I can make the phone call for you. Yeah, who should I call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, an ambulance, maybe? Or yeah, I'm suicide not going to hand you my phone. You're going to get blood on it? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, your blood, your weird blood. God knows where your blood's been. Plus, the guy's holding an M16. That probably didn't help. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he get the phone? Uh, well, you know what? That's not detail in the story. Uh, but I, I, if he did, he wasn't talking long because he shot himself immediately afterwards. Now, uh, a, a worker in his building described Wang as quiet, educated, and well-mannered, noting Ooh. the kid doesn't even curse. So he could have been a serial killer. <laughs> Better to kill himself because yeah, he because he suits because he fits the profile. You mean absolutely? Yeah, yeah, it's true. He does. They they say they're quiet. They keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, they. What else do they say? Well mannered. He said. Well, we ask well mannered. Educated. No, doesn't even use profanity. Yeah, educated about things like uh, you know biology and dissecting things. <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't mention if he was autistic. I guess that's sort of a spree killer thing. I don't know if that's okay to say. And is that is it okay to go ahead and say autistic people are are potential spree killers now? Mm. I don't know if that's uh, write and tell me if you if you have an objection to that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure many of you have autistic children. Let me know if it's offensive if I refer to them as potential spree killers. Uh, my uh, email address patdixonnyc at gmail. Uh, just want to check uh, and make sure that I'm not saying anything out of the way. Yeah. I mean, I once had a guy who was Down syndrome and he uh, ripped my top off and threw me in the pool and kept like, I thought he was going to drown me. (laughs) So it turned out he was just on mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Uh, So, you know, Down syndrome people uh, certainly have sexual urges just like anyone else. That sounds like like a sexual urge. It was a sexual urge. He was humping me in the pool uh, in front of church. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> that's the that's the insult to injury part <laughs> right in front of my church what kind of church did you go to southern baptist oh boy yeah they don't they don't cotton to that no way man. and the thing is if that kid would have got you pregnant humping you in the pool you'd have had to have that baby in the southern baptist church you know you can't just get rid of that you can't because god ordained it they said this was meant to be you have that retard baby Oh my or, God. hey, who knows, it might have been good. It might have been. I think it would have been the Antichrist. <laughs> Amber plus Down syndrome <laughs> equals it could have been. I mean, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a hard sell. Well, so uh, he ripped your top off. So you're topless in the pool being humped by a, a, a person who has really not the ability to understand exactly what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Was he strong? Very strong. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. He's like kept holding my head under the water to like pull my butt up and hump me. Jesus. And like nobody did anything because they were so shocked. And then a dog ran out from the woods. 
and saved you? Yeah, saved me. What do you mean? He jumped in the water? He and... like kept barking, barking ferociously at that kid, and he got scared and let go. Oh, wow. That's an amazing story. <laughs> what kind of dog was that? God, I want to say like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a golden retriever, but it was oh, something perfect. sort of like that. Like maybe like a collie or... Something. A... It was like a kind dog that they just sort of let roam. Wow. Like a wild, kind, feral dog who would just come and save lives. <laughs> that is a, man, what a great dog. To, I mean, that's, see, now that dog's a real lifesaver. That's fucking Lassie right there. That's a dog you feed when he comes by. And you go, hey, man, thanks for saving me from that kid. So that, <laughs> Now, did you ever see him again? Yeah, I saw him again. Because mm-hmm. he went to the church with us. Right. And yeah. the thing is, they have all this deniability, too. Yeah, nobody punished him. Nobody, because he apparently didn't know what he was doing. And I was like, he knows. Uh, yeah. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> he, he, see, because I was struggling, you understand. Uh, he, he, it's, it's maybe an important thing to learn that, uh, that, that when someone is struggling to breathe, you don't, uh, you know, continue to, to hump them. Yeah, yeah, that's like a lesson, you know. Well, yeah. And uh, it, it that should be first and foremost on the special ed uh, uh, chalkboard there. First day you know, of class. Right, you right are stronger the... than you know. <laughs> <laughs> Regular strength, your strength, and then there's like a chimp and an orangutan or whatever, you know, whatever. whatever. I look, and again, by the way, if you have children with Down syndrome, let me know if uh, if saying that you know what they may be uh sexual predators if this is you know an issue uh and 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 further enlighten me because like uh and 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 also no need to make it personal uh i completely understand uh in fact i I have a a a nephew or or a niece i'm not really sure which uh who has down syndrome uh Boy, do I ever suck. How old is she? He? I, I don't know. Like single digits, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder how she's she, he is getting off. You know what I mean? Getting off? Well, I hope it's... Uh, oh, single digits, like under 10. Yes. I say she, he. Okay. It's did like you, a Caitlyn Jenner did baby. Thought, did, you th- <laughs> did you think single digits meant like only like one or two fingers? Like one finger? I don't even know. Yeah. You know, it's... I'll tell you what, what what's rough on, on, on a on a person with down syndrome is you know knowing knowing when to say when if if no means no but do do you believe now let me ask you something this is an interesting question this is this is not really related to down syndrome in any way now when you uh are, remember when you were a teenager right i remember <laughs> when i was a teenager and I, and I would try to have sex with somebody and i was talking about this with jim florentine you would you you'd kiss or whatever you know and then you try to make a, another move you know and then uh, if the if it didn't go over, then you go, oh, okay, you back off. And then yeah. maybe you try again, right? And and then if, after you try a few times, sometimes, hey, oh, success, right? So no, that doesn't always mean no, right? I mean, it means stop. It means it means stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> but it doesn't mean, oh, you know, like uh, the, it's not final. Oh, it, that's it's confusing. And I, next thing you know, you're getting humped in a pool. The thing, I guess that's why it's important to set boundaries and keep it simple. Because when you get right down to it, a man with his balls full of cum almost has Down syndrome. <laughs> you know? Yeah, keep it simple. When I say no, I mean it. You yeah. know? <laughs> and some girls are like, no. And then they, you know, later on they do something. I'm like, no, you gotta, you gotta, it's like, you know, kids. Yeah. You gotta be like, no, yes. Yeah, you're There's right. There's no gray area. You, you can't have a gray area. Well, uh, and, and, and I want to say about this kid, this, this 16-year-old kid, this, this kid was uh, well-mannered, you know. 
He uh, he wasn't into Nazis. He wasn't on the spectrum. I don't even think he owned a trench coat. Uh, and uh, this kid, well mannered, doesn't even begin. If he, he owned a six an M sixteen and a broken heart, he only shot himself. Well mannered doesn't even begin to cover it. Hmm. You know? Yeah, he, he could have gone on a spree. Oh yeah, he could have done so much damage. With, I, like, with MK-47, you an, said? And M-16. M-16. Yeah, he could have taken out 20 people. Fully automatic. You know, hold the trigger down and watch the watch the specs drop, you know. Uh, sparing her life was an act of kindness. Her parents should start an endowment in the kid's name. Huh. That is a true... That's that's what I call responsible gun ownership. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, perhaps one should occasionally curse, you know. Maybe that's why he was... Maybe that's why I ended up like because if he could have just said, you know what, who needs you? I'm sick. I'm shit. I'm I'm quiet, educated. I'm fucking well mannered. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. F- fuck your dog ass sister's boyfriend too. Nothing's better <laughs> than saying fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That's a blue chip thing to say when you uh, when you're broken hearted and you got an M16, <laughs> a G unit rapper slash revenge pornographer, Fifty Cent. Revenge pornographer? Well, yeah. What is that? Well, that's somebody who puts out a, a porn video uh, in the hopes of inflicting uh, emotional uh, turmoil and, 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 and hard feelings on you <laughs> to, to make you feel bad. Oh, no. And that's why he's been forced to pay $5 million by a jury to an ex-girlfriend of rap rival Rick Ross. See, him and Rick Ross have a rivalry, and his uh, the, the mother of his child... Well, she moved on. She had a boyfriend. They made a tape. He got the tape. He put it on his website. Not only did he put it on his website, but he mocked her. He <gasps> he, he added himself in as a character, superimposed his voice, uh, you know, like uh, uh, saying, like, hey, look at that, Rick. You know, <laughs> making, I crack myself up with the voice. Nobody else thinks it's funny. He, he 50 Cent did this? Yeah, he, sound, and, and he did a character. It's called, uh, what's it, uh, Pimpin' Curly. Oh my God! So it was Rich Voss and this girl. Rich Voss. Rich Voss. R- <laughs> Sorry. Voss is not involved. It's the ex-girlfriend of his rival, Rick Ross. Rick Ross. And uh, and and she was just fucking her boyfriend, you know? Oh. Yeah. And uh, and Fiddy got this tape, and he exploited it to bring people to his website. And then he got forced to pay her $5 million. We've been discussing it. I think it's very interesting. Uh, they yeah. broke down the money, 2.5 million. Because really, he mocked her the whole time. Like, Look at those tits, Rick. You know, and it's, uh, he was he was very, uh, I mean, you know, when she, he actually was congratulating her through part of it. Yeah, she does that pretty good. Uh, 2.5 million for violating her civil rights. It says using her face without permission. Mm-hmm. And that was a big issue because it was engaged her face in making yummy noises while wrapped around the jumbo dong of a large man, you know. Oh my <laughs> Apparently, God. if you suck a guy's dick and you fuck him, then it violates somebody's civil rights if you, you know, go public with that and use their face. $2.5 million for intentional infliction of emotional distress. I Good. think that's fair because yeah. it's been a long time. I mean, a, he's added up for years. If you watch it, I was a, you know, a conversation I had with Nate Fritz and that man, it's like probably the least jerked off to porn video of all time it's very distracting to have you know uh, curtis jackson with hey hey look at that you know <laughs> like she, <laughs> she's sucking a dick rick but uh hey you know what, 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 the, oh by the way the he and he immediately declared bankruptcy 
to try to get out of paying her. Oh. His net worth estimated 150 to 500 million. Now, I don't look. Uh, I don't want to be indelicate, but I, 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 have you ever like uh, made homemade uh, porn? No. Well, I have, and I have to say, I'd be mortified if <laughs> if it got out. Yes. Oh my God, that would be incredibly embarrassing. And not only if it got out, but if people were just making fun of you on the tape. Oh, ugh, horrible. Jesus. I mean, you know, and and like you could tell too. She's a sweet woman because she said like at the beginning, it's like she's like this is my first uh, and hopefully last. But like she was like uncomfortable with even doing it. Oh. And 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 she seems so nice, and now she's you know she's a mother, and oh for God's sake, just you know. But but at the same time. Hey, five million's enough. They want they want to get a lot more money out so of him. So in fifty cent, you know, he didn't want to pay it, so he filed bankruptcy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fifty cent. You. When was the last time he made a song? In the nineties. What kind of two bit is two bit? <laughs> what I don't know. If, I don't know. What where are his songs? I don't even know. I don't even know what his songs are. What do you even do, fifty cent? Jesus. And your name is fifty cent. Oh God. It's yeah. You're named after currency, and and you claim to have none. But he does have a lot of money, and and they're they're really coming. But the thing is, is like, are you really worth? Like whatever, like like if the guy has a lot of money, do you think he sh- you should just get a lot more money? I mean, like if you're yeah. a broke ass guy like me, and I come out with something type of you're like, well, you're not gonna be like, yeah, twenty five million dollars. <laughs> There's no chance of getting that. So like, I wonder how fair that is. Five million's still not. I would say ten million. If he like put it up for the world to see for years mm-hmm. and made fun of her, and he's got. Fifty million dollars. Yeah, give her ten million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, he'd probably be happy to like get out of ten with uh, ten million at this point. Uh, the judge says this. He says the judge told the jury that they could order him to pay an amount so high that it would deter others from indulging in similar conduct in the future. Good. Fine him so much it hurts other people. <laughs> Fine him so much that no one will exploit anymore. Of this loose woman's sex tapes. Damn, that's like back in like uh, King and Queen days when someone tried to assassinate the king and they would just torture that person in front of everybody. Yeah. It's been like, this is why you don't do this. Yeah. It's like Japanese, they invented slow slicing. Uh, It's really horrible. But uh, I think it went out in like the 20s. But if uh, somebody tried to assassinate the king or Mm -hmm. one of the generals, they were tied to a pole and then just strips of their flesh were just cut off. Jesus. Yeah, and like they kept them alive as long as possible because they're fucking Chinese. They know what they're doing with yeah. that. They're all into herbal medicine and skinning cats and whatever, you know. Right, yeah, they know exactly how to inflict the mo- I mean, do they really? They invent the Chinese water torture, I've heard of, and that's something that's just as simple as, as water uh, just- slowly wearing away your sanity. Just like rain will take down a mountain. I always feel like that their torture, just like everything else, is based on nature in some way. It's almost like a Buddhist kind of form of torture, you know? Yeah. Like an artistic torture. Yeah. It might be just 100% horrible, but it's so complete that it's like aesthetically pleasing. You know? (laughs) You can be, hats off. You've, You've outdone yourself, Chinese. Uh, they say he says uh, find him so much it's frightening to other people who might be considering obtaining a lengthy sex tape of an associate who dated the mother of the child of a famous man which you have a hip hop rivalry with I guess uh, but uh, make sure to create a silly persona and a wig now how much do you think that that should add to, I mean like the fact that he's mocking her on camp you know with the I mean does that 
you know, the the fact that he's ruining the potential of any like sort of enjoyment of the tape for what it was intended to do. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. mystery science theater three thousanding it. <laughs> do you think that that really? Do you, how much how much worse do you think that makes it? I don't know. I don't think he ever really went after Rick Ross. That was who we who wanted to make angry, right? Yeah, he was trying to get... Because well, it was the mother of his kid. So it was like, that's the mom of your kid, Rick. You know, like... Oh. So, like yeah, she... Your daughter came out of there. You know, <laughs> like the woman's vagina. And he's like, yeah, your daughter came out of that right there. That guy's putting his penis into it. Man, 50 Cent. He is like Chinese water torture. He, you know what? The thing is... <laughs> One, you know what it's like? It's like being in a pool and having your top ripped off. <laughs> One of these days, he's going to get his. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the, well, the jury, they watched it at trial. Um, they, they actually watched this. I think it's hilarious. I, I wish I could have, uh, you know, I mean, it, there had to be some funny moments, right? <laughs> going to fly on that wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, an NYPD cop. Just arrested for the third time in less than a year, 29-year-old Stacy Staniland crashed her motorcycle in Staten Island. In December, Staniland broke into the home of her mother's boyfriend. She stole jewelry, which she later pawned. This is a high-class woman. Months later, in May, she was arrested on charges of possession of a controlled substance and a hypodermic needle. Now, Oof. we've all been there. Staniland was temporarily suspended... After the first two arrests, those cases are still working their way through the courts. She's now charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance, possession of a hypodermic needle, driving an unregistered motorcycle. Still works for the police, technically. Wow. What's if it only, take? If only she was interested in architecture. Yeah. <laughs> I have no sympathy for her. She has danger uh, written on her. Uh, she works for the police? She's a cop. Oh, my God. She's a police officer, an NYPD cop, arrested for the third time in less than a year. She's apparently got a mighty little drug uh, habit there. I mean, I get that, like, if you're a cop, you're dealing with some of the worst of the worst every day. They've got a rough job. Let's not forget it. they got a rough job, and maybe to understand the people that you're arresting, you got to kind of do a little drugs. Do a little arm dope, you know? Yeah, 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 but there's, like, a line there. You want to really get into the head of the criminal and go, hey, you know what? I'm starting to really feel what it's like to be addicted to this substance. Mm -hmm. I need money. (laughs) And uh, I know where there's some jewelry. I think that uh, you're really a crook. The kind of person who's going to, like, break into a person's house, steal jewelry, and pawn the jewelry. You ever pawned anything in a pawn shop? Yeah. What have you pawned? Um, Somebody at work, they gave me a Tiffany's spoon. They didn't give me a raise. They gave me a fucking Tiffany spoon. And I was like, oh, my God. Jesus. And uh, so I go to the pawn shop, and they were like, yeah, nobody well, shops at Tiffany's for a pawn shop. <laughs> for, for, nobody goes to a pawn shop for Tiffany's. Like, the name doesn't matter. Yeah. And really, there's only, Basically, like... Basically, it's good for feeding yourself. It's good for feeding yourself. And they're like, this has, like, an ounce of silver in it. It's just the name. That's why it's so expensive. And they're like, we're going to melt this down. We'll give you 20 bucks. Oh, my God. For a spoon that probably cost them, like, $100. Well... Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. They probably had some kind of a Groupon, you know, for yeah. for the Tiffany spoons. Yeah, because they got a lot of them, and they were just left over. And and what a tiff, What is a Tiffany? What is that exactly? It's Tiffany's is that that store, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they you have, have breakfast there or something. Is it like a breakfast place? They just have like silver I thought stuff. Thought it was a diner. Yeah, it's so, like jewelry and like... Okay, like fancy pants. Fancy pants stuff you're on a ha- to have around your home. But I'm like a poor kid. So I'm, I don't care about your tip. What am I going to 
eat my, you know, my salt and pepper bread with a spoon. <laughs> salt and pepper. She has a recipe for salt and pepper bread <laughs> that is out of this world. <laughs> Add heat. You got salt and pepper toast. Oh. Every once once a month we have margarine. Um, <laughs> you uh, you've gone through some hard times. But yeah. you've been poor. Yeah, that was an actual dinner I used to have when I was a kid, salt and pepper bread. When you were a kid. Yeah. So your your mom would prepare salt and pepper bread, or this is something you'd make when she like wasn't around to cook? I just made it myself. Just salt. pick off the mold, put on some salt and pepper on it, boom. Extra pepper when you're when you're close to that edge. That's uh my my mom used to make uh well we, we used to eat out of the restaurant or whatever that and we'd have like a lot of ground beef recipes, it would seem, you know, mm. a lot of shit like that. <laughs> I love that you're like, damn, wow, that sounds good. But where's my Tiffany spoon? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was like a silverware deal, though. What, what did it look like? Was it like uh, it was, colors and stuff? It was just, just a patented silver look, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not all silver. It's just like a little small ounce of it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they... Uh, it's the name. People buy it for the name, for the branding. And you're happy for, with the 20 bucks, for Christ's sake. I was just like, thanks for the 20. Yeah, I ate that whole week. Yeah. <laughs> that buys a lot of bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I already got the salt. Did you ever have a situation where you were so broke as an adult that you would go to like places and get their like condiments and shit like that for free or steal toilet paper? Oh, that's good. I steal toilet paper sometimes because, you know, damn the man. But I have, when I first got to New York, I figured out a way to steal food. And that's what you do. You get dressed mm-hmm. and sort of clothes that don't look smelly. And you go to Midtown Manhattan on their lunch break, anytime from 12.30 to 1.30, and go into like a PAX or something, like a big, sort of a, it's, what is it, how would you describe PAX? Boy, it's like, it's something that, um, it's like there's a salad bar, and then there's also like a lot of food on it. So I guess it's like a buffet, but it's also like they sell... Um, Sandwiches and soups and whatever. It's like, there's a deli, and it's almost like a bodega. It's like sort of everything in, in one yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So you but, go there. Yeah. You just there and you just get the sandwich and then just go right to sit down, sit down and eat it there and then throw away the evidence and leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sort of like make a break for it. Like look at your watch and go, oh shit. And then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're never going to question you because they just assume everybody who goes there is like um, uh, nine to fivers, you know, and they always pay. So, mm. and the place where you sit is right next to where you, you buy it. So I just would skip buying it. Oh. That's okay. So your your secret to getting free food would be go go to restaurants that don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to do it, though. You know, on the road, some guys used to go to a re- like a hotel where they'd have a breakfast and and like you know, so you drive a couple of hours and there's like still before the breakfast, and you just go in and you have a key from wherever you know in case uh-huh. somebody asks, but nobody's ever gonna ask. And you just like walk in like you're in the place and go make yourself a bowl of Cheerios. And next thing you know, free Cheerios. Continental breakfast, yo. It's. I always think that you judge a person's character based on how much they grab for when they know when they're stealing it. You know. Oh yeah. Do, Do you go for all of it, a little bit of it? Yeah. What if they put tomato on your sandwich? You're like, hey, I, I. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take this. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead and just have it. You know what? What Mark Norman used to do. I don't know if he still does. I've talked about this before because mm. I thought it was one of the funniest things that he would pre-bus people's tables. When he didn't work at a place, like they'd be eating chicken wings, there's four chicken wings left. He's like, oh, are you done here? Okay. And he would take, <laughs> and he would take the food. And I've seen thought, him do it. They thought he was a bus boy? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's like at a bar or something like that. And he's uh-huh. there doing comedy. And, and you know, they, as soon as somebody would slow down on something, he would just like put his hand on the plate and go, you guys done? 
I think he, I bet you he did it the first time as a joke. And like many things you do for the first time as a joke and it works. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Look at this. I got some potato skins. <laughs> what a great idea. <laughs> yeah. You can, you got, you can use it. You can, you can, if, if you're ever hurting for food, there's always a way to eat in this. Well, it's just a, it, it, there, there's so much, uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, abundance. There's an abundance here in the United States. Mm-hmm. You can always get, I wouldn't dumpster dive the way people dumpster dive though. Yeah, that's disgusting. I had a, I have a friend of mine that makes whole meals on it, and he was showing me like stews and stuff he made. I was like, bro, no. Stews? Yeah. Oh, for so crying out loud. I mean, you, now, you do want to boil anything that you pull out of there, <laughs> I'm sure, but I mean, that's... He made sushi one time. He's like, look, I found some fish, and I was like, fucking righteous. <sighs> that's, uh, you know, you come to a certain point, and well, now you're just trying to disgust everybody. Uh, Finally, fish. Raw? Not even cooking it? No way, bro. No, yeah. I, I'll tell you something like uh, I, I, I had a friend once who, who found a bag of bagels uh, on the, you know, like they were day old or two day old because they sell the day old. So there must have been two day old bagels out on the, like in a garbage bag outside. Took them home, <laughs> put them in the freezer, and then like, we got bagels for a while. Breaks my heart to think what's behind somebody doing something like that oh my god you must have had it hard as a kid if you find a bag of fucking two-day-old bagels i'm stealing the whole thing yeah freezing them we're gonna eat these so we always have some food we always have salt and pepper bread here (laughs) in violent brooklyn two people arrested an 18 year old woman uh was arrested one of them she was for attacking a gay guy in crown heights the 36 year old man suffered bruises and cuts sapphire ellington and five others approached him randomly about half past 9 p.m erlington called the man uh faggot and fag boy then spit in his direction what ellington allegedly struck the man in the face three times with a rock (gasps) the victim's phone was broken 33-year-old Leroy Backus knocked it out of his hand when the man tried to dial 911. Now, something about a guy like like that, you know if there's a man named Leroy Backus, he's about to knock a phone out of your hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's about to do something. Leroy Backus, <laughs> here he comes. Here comes Leroy Backus. He's 33. Ellington and Backus were arrested nearby about two hours later. The Daily News reports the Brooklyn woman had a sandwich bag of marijuana on her when she was taken into custody. So, this time, uh, the, so yeah. She just found a guy and was like, how did she know he was gay? Well, I suppose uh, he might have, you know, sometimes there's an indication that somebody's gay. Yeah. Sometimes you can sort of tell. I and mean, she, we could go through the ways, but it makes you sound, you know, like you're a bad person or something. <laughs> and but she was like, so you're gay, fuck you, little fag boy, she called him? She called him faggot and fag boy. I mean, that's, now I'm, just, now I'm filling it in because, you know, it says F. Uh, and then there's like a line, 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 yeah. line, line, T. It's weird that a woman would do it. Doesn't she understand that gay men love her? I, yeah. Gay men are, are very uh, loving people. Was she I black? Found. Well, you know, she's in Crown Heights. Her name's Sapphire Ellington. <laughs> and she's hanging out with Leroy Backus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, you know. They, she's probably black. They, <laughs> Yeah. She loved the anti-gay uh, words, and now I guess that makes it a hate crime. Plus, yeah. now, now I wonder if the marijuana is like possession of marijuana as a hate crime. Possession you know, of marijuana as a hate as crime. Because <laughs> she if she had marijuana in the and she had within you know it was it was found in the as she was committing a hate crime. That's weird. Pot's supposed to make you like 
love everybody. Yeah. Be cool. You know what, though? Sometimes it just doesn't have that effect. Sometimes somebody's, uh, if they've got weed and they haven't smoked any of it yet, that's a problem, too. Uh-huh. That's why that woman pushed the guy in front of, like, uh, what was her name? Her name escapes me. Michelle Rodriguez or Michelle. I forget it. It was a, but she pushed the guy in front of the seven train. What? She got 20 years. 20, 24 years she got for pushing guy in front of the seven train a couple of years ago. Is this the guy she did it because he was Muslim? Yes. That's the one. And she said, I remember 9-11. Yeah, yeah. Since 9-11, I've hated, I've hated, <laughs> I've hated Hindus and Muslims. Hindus just got, I don't know why they get thrown in there. They're not really a part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, they have nothing to do with 9-11, but I guess she tossed them in, you know, maybe. Right, now, what are, now Sikhs, are, are they Hindus or are they, what are Sikhs exactly? I know that they, I, I don't feel as if they're exactly Muslims. I, boy, I really feel as if, this is one of those times yeah. It's it, it's it's like asking like a really dumb question. Everybody can hear how stupid you are. But what is a Sikh? Do you know? I, I know they. I know I can identify one when I see one. Yeah, I think they're like a religious police. Religious police. Yeah, like like they. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's it. Enforce the rules on people. <laughs> that's why they get to look like a genie. <laughs> well, in violent Brooklyn. 3.30 a.m., Kings County, crime time, 1718, Brownsville. Some guys were shooting CeeLo in front of the Kingsboro houses. Now, anybody who knows me, Amber Nelson included, will tell you, Pat Dixon and Brooklyn Street Dice go together like stop and frisk. Mm. I'm well known around the Kingsboro houses in particular, and everybody around there has a nickname, a nom de street. Around the Brooklyn Dice game, don't call me Dixon, they won't know who you're talking about. They call me Yahtzee. Because <laughs> every time the dice are rolled, I'm yelling Yahtzee, and uh, they don't like me there all that much. But I, I don't, I don't go there much anymore. I lost a lot of money. And an unlucky gambler, though, is the world's loneliest man. But here's the thing about being the the, the world's loneliest man: the loser never gets shot. Seldom do you shoot the loser of a dice game. It's always the guy who's on a roll. Then somebody gets pissed off who's losing, and they shoot a motherfucker. And in in Brownsville, one lucky winner blasted in the chest and neck around three thirty in the morning, and uh, you know what? Say what you want. This never happens during a game of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffries, Keith Jeffries, could not be saved. Uh, yeah, CeeLo sounds like a pretty fun game. CeeLo, I was like, is that a drug? Is that a? I know it's a rapper. Yeah, it's a guy who sings a song called "Fuck You." Boy, that's a great song. Uh, but it's also a, a dice game where everybody rolls against each other. Everybody has three dice. You all roll at the same time. And four, five, six is an automatic winner. And if you have trips, then whoever has the largest trips, that's like second place. So four, five, six, automatic winner, then the trips. And then the point uh, after that is decided if you have a pair and then like say if you have two twos and a five, mm-hmm. that would beat two fives and a two. So it's the odd dice. That point is the winner. And if none of those things come up, you roll again until one of them does. It's called CeeLo. Damn, that's not the kind of play game you play when you're doing drugs. No. Too many rules. <laughs> when you're gambling, you don't want to be gambling for money when you're when you're not thinking right, and you don't want to be uh, in the seven one eight uh, when you're when you when you don't have your faculties. Because a lot of bad shit happens in violent Brooklyn. A woman accused of killing her mother's sleeping boyfriend. The killing sparked over a dispute involving. A can of soda. Mm. Well, we covered this before. I bet it's a little more than a can of soda. (laughs) (laughs) 
off. You know, uh, you, you never can tell what's going to set somebody off. 35-year-old Burnett Singleton uh, facing a murder charge in the fatal stabbing of 54-year-old Russell Holdup. Stabbing? I feel yeah. like stabbing, sh- you should get treated differently, worse even, than shooting. Because to have the instrument in your hand and then to do it with your own hands, that takes a little more mental hardship than to just pull a trigger. It's like you're an animal. Yeah. You have to be truly enraged to the point of, of getting in touch with your beast status, I think. Oh, man. It's one step above just eating a person with your mouth. Like, you know, <laughs> you have a sharp implement. And it's, it's you know what I think is the most, like, what I would call, like, uh, the, like the most base level crime, I think, mm-hmm. is when you see these cases when a woman will stab a woman when she's pregnant and take the baby out of her stomach. Whoa. I think that's the most primitive crime. Yeah. I could just, like, take this. That yeah. is the most primitive crime. Yeah, because you're trying to procreate. You want to have that baby. You can't, you don't have, for whatever reason, you need that uh-huh. from somebody else. You're like, I freaking want that so I can, like, keep my fucking shit going. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're willing to be as barbaric as that. You know, not even kidnapping, waiting till it's born. You're like, no, like, right now. Stab, <laughs> rip this woman's stomach open. That still happens way more often. Really? That's some like caveman shit. Exactly. Yeah. People do caveman shit. Wow. In this case, 35 year old Burnett Singleton facing that murder charge. She claimed she was, she said she was threatened by the man, 54 year old Russell Holdup. She claimed, excuse me, she claimed she was telepathically threatened by the man. Officials hmm. said at her arraignment, she said uh, Singleton allegedly uh, told detectives, it says, that, that her family ignored complaints that Russell abused her physically, mentally, and spiritually. She said she went over to hold up, uh, went over to, uh, yeah, while he was asleep, and he telepathically told her he was going to stab her with a knife. <laughs> that sounds like a kind of defense when you just got nothing. You got nothing. She's like, uh, the defense just throws his hands in the air. Like, Sorry, I don't know. She's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, she's, I mean, I think that she's going to have to take some sort of a deal. Well, she entered a not guilty plea. Psychiatric exam is ordered. One more story. 1 a.m. Friday night. Rape in the parking garage of the Port Authority bus terminal. Oh, no. 21-year-old victim told police that the man sexually assaulted her and then regular assaulted her, striking her in the face. Oof. A rape and strike in the park and ride at the Midtown Transit Hub. <laughs> Doubly tragic in a Midtown uh, Manhattan garage, you know, as a woman, she's probably already getting raped on the parking. Mm. <laughs> That's a lot of money. You know? That is a lot of money. <laughs> oh, boy. Did, so, did so, they catch him? Well, no, he's still on the loose. <gasps> so here's a description. The suspect had braids. About 5'9", 190 pounds, wore an American flag shirt, which, if I'm not mistaken, makes this rape a federal offense. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? Is that a federal? Okay. Is there anybody over there? No. So I'm just... uh, At the very least, though, it's a rape that is... uh, I would say it's disrespectful to veterans. I would say that, too. They fought and died for the right to not fuck people. Uh, and no, unless it's possible. No, 
I mean, this is going to be hard for some people to hear, but what if he, what if he ramped and beat this woman in a fit of patriotic fervor, right? <laughs> he just saying, God bless America. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Did he, did he say simplify at any point? <laughs> it's difficult, you know, a rape like this, because if anyone sees it, you know, there's that moment where you, like, if anybody walks up, you forget the protocol. Do I salute or do hand over heart? Do I What's going on? intervene? Do I take off my hat? He sounds terrifying. 5'9", braids? 5'9", 190 pounds. He's probably changed into the flag of a different country by now. Mm, he, yeah. uh, he fled... There's a video of him. You can see that on the New York City Crime Report Facebook page. You're on Facebook, right? Mm. Did you take that step of making a... Uh, you're a stand-up comedian. Have you made a, a comedian page, like a, like a fan page? Oh, yeah. I was thinking about it because I have the 5,000 friends. But also, I'm not in a place career-wise where it would make sense to do a fan page. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I've got to have like a something under my belt more than just like, I do a lot of stand-up shows, you know? Well, you know, I mean, that's there's two ways of looking at that. You know, I mean, maybe if you maybe if you had the Facebook page, people would be like, "Hey, look at this! We need to get her to some better gigs." It's true. Right? Oh, we, we need her for a movie. <laughs> but then too, uh, you'll say it, it doesn't really take. <laughs> so, does what 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 a nice fucking refreshing uh, sense of like you know like oh, I don't deserve my own Facebook page. <laughs> I'm not I'm not Facebook page big. <laughs> Well, the thing is, it's a pain in the ass. You just don't want to fuck with it. Let's let's be real. Because oh, yeah? like, yeah, I think so. Because that's like, I don't. I that's the reason I put it off forever. I mean, like, you make a comedian page, you have to start all over again, mm. and then you have to go like begging people to like fucking be on it or something. No, I have one. It's embarrassing. There's like 17 people on there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of Facebook friends. If there's only some way, just convert them all. You know, but and there probably is, but I don't know how to do that. But if you go to the New York City Crime Report page. Well, that's, well, that now that, now there's a page. We have the cat of the day there now, too. Oh, that's fun. I've been putting up a cat of the day. You guys send me your cat of the day to the New York City Crime Report Facebook page, New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon. Mm-hmm. Amber Nelson's my guest. You are uh, in Murder Fest, right? Yeah. I love Murder Fest. They're great. And they are at, uh, you guys do The Pit, like a regular show? Yeah, we have a monthly show at The Pit. Uh, I think we're going to take off this month mm-hmm. just to like get our sanity together because we do a, a new half-hour show every month. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, it's super cool. It's around, uh, what's it going to be, 11 o'clock on Saturdays, once so, a month. Yeah, if you don't know, Murder Fist, uh, one of the best sketch groups in New York City and uh, a large sketch group. You guys have like... We have a lot of people. We've got like 10 people. Yeah, but which makes sense. You need you need a lot of people to cover a lot of different uh, types and stuff like that. And, and I think that you have like about... Four, five, six that are like super active all the time, right? Yeah, because we also have people like Henry Zabrowski, who is now in Canada filming Heroes. Oh, yeah. So oh, he's, yeah, he was know. he was in Wolf of Wall Street. That's correct. Henry Zabrowski. So he's what a what a funny guy. What a great guy. And and uh, you know just somebody who uh, it's easy to be in the room with. Yep, yep, yep. And 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 boy, I tell you what, that says a lot about a person. <laughs> so uh, and you're doing stand up. You can be seen uh, around New York City. Anything that you'd like to. I always want to... Pump who knows? it up? Yeah, I pump it up. Who knows? Um, if you live in New York, I'm going to do A Week at the Creek in September. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, let's pump that out. Week at the Creek. Now, if you don't know what that is, the Creek and the Cave, which is a great uh, Long Island City venue, they have, uh, and, and they, they have hundreds of shows every month, and a lot of them are, I guess all of them are free, unless mm. Colin Quinn's there or something, which he sometimes is, or... 
or what's Burr, his face? Or whatever. You know, yeah, whatever. That, that was yeah. Bill Burr stopped by. Uh, Louis C.K. He know. stopped by. Also, what's his face? Ghetto Clown. What's his name? One of his shows is called Ghetto Clown. Oh Christ! Yeah. Oh oh yeah. Le- Leguizamo. Leguizamo. I think tickets were like twenty bucks for that. But oh, he well. he sells out theaters where tickets are fifty dollars. Yeah. So that yeah, it's still a bargain. Yeah. And that's rare. It's always free. Your your shows will be free. Mm-hmm. And it's a week in September. Which week is it? I don't yeah. know. Around the end of September. Okay, around the end of September. Here's what you want to do. Go to the, go to the creek in the cave. You're going to be working out. You'll be there all week. Mm-hmm. Just uh, working on an hour. Monday through Friday, working on an hour. And if you've ever seen Amber do comedy, uh, it's going to be an interesting hour. <laughs> she does a lot of... Uh, I, love, I love. By the way, I love your comedy. It's so nice. funny. It's always funny. It's always interesting. It's Tell always, my agents that. Uh, it's, it's challenging. What did you say? Tell my agents that. You're... <laughs> <laughs> a, they, do, you, do you have representation? I do. I have good representation, but they they rep like they rep people like Bill Burr and CK. You know, so when they come and see me, they and they also rep me a long time ago when I was much younger. Uh-huh. And they say things like, "So it feels good getting on stage more, right? You feel more comfortable with your act, right? Like I'm a baby." I'm just like, "Fuck you!" I uh, sent them. I had a set at the Wilbur. I sent them the set. They never saw it. I had a half hour set at QED. They never saw it. Jesus. Well, look here, and QED. What another great venue, by the way. But, yeah, yeah, but here's yeah. the thing about here's the thing about your. I'm pretty sure your reps are listening to this right now. They, <laughs> I'm sure that they listen to this show. In fact, I, I'm quite sure. You don't want to name them by name, right? It's no, right no, no. But anyway, they're they're big. They're fucking big. Wow, man, that's good though, because you know, like the you'll you'll catch up to them or you'll outgrow them. I don't way. know. I think I gotta. I think I gotta find new reps. The important thing <laughs> is the work. I think. Yeah, they just still look at me like I'm a little like like when they first signed me, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm still doing a lot more character stuff and just kind of more wackadoo. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I sent them an email that was like uh, with three bullet points of information of like shows I'm gonna have and like please come to my half hour, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they wrote back, just saw the video, looks great. And I was like, I didn't send you a video. <laughs> Did you even read the mail? Do you even read it? Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know what? That is. I wish I could say that that's unusual, but I, I, that's it seems like that's the way. That's just the way. They all are. Yeah. Until you're one of those people that makes them a bunch of money, and then like, wow, you have their undivided attention. And uh, I guess that's, you know, whatever. Who knows? Who knows? I, I, mean, I fired all of mine. I have an agent out in California, and uh, occasionally um, he says, I need you to go and, and read something. Here. You know, the best part of, of this part of the show is nobody's listening. <laughs> Long over. People clicked it off a few minutes ago. Around the time I started talking about Facebook pages. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. And uh, so it's just us. So that's there's something kind of cool. That's cool. Is this live? Yeah, it's relaxing. No. <laughs> no, that's the sad part. <laughs> they downloaded it. And then they listened to, you know, 80%, whatever, maybe 85. So they're not listening? You're not like, retards. <laughs> No one's well, heard that, right? Yeah, no, no. we're all alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there may be some music swelling up right over there. <laughs> Amber Nelson said it. Amber Nelson, thank. Oh. I, I'm so glad uh, to finally have you on, and uh, uh, maybe uh, do it again sometime. And please uh, go see her week at the creek, at the creek in the cave. And uh, well, here's the thing: my website, crimereport.nyc. You got to be going to that. Please subscribe on iTunes. That means a lot. Uh, and oh yeah, the brighter side. They can hear you on the brighter side. Yeah, brighter side's great. With uh, Ed with Larson, Ed, Ed Larson. Larson. John. But, like here's the other thing. Reviews really help a lot. Yeah. Leave a nice review on iTunes. It would mean a lot to me personally. 
I got, you know, like, I'm not to like boost the ego or whatever, although sure, but it's mostly like has something to do with ratings or something. I don't know. But if, if, if you do these things, subscribe, get somebody to subscribe. If you, if you want to come on to even patreon.com, you know, Patreon's a great way to support the show. Uh, it only costs like a buck or something. You get some nice rewards. All the old shows are up there now. I mean, not all of them, but up to about a hundred. And, and gee, that's a way to, you know, if you're, if you're new to the show and you want to see what the show was like before, patreon.com, that's the way to do it. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Or if you want to play the new ones, crimereport.nyc. All that stuff is available there. See, now they're really gone. You can say it all you want. <laughs> Amber Nelson, thank you one more time. All right, thank you. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Free Cheerios. Continental breakfast, yeah. It's. I always think that you judge a person's character based on how much they grab for when. Yeah, they... I mean, I once had a guy who was Down syndrome, and he uh, ripped like a... my top off and threw me wow, in the pool. That's an amazing story. Like I thought he was going to drown me. Oh, Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, he was in Wolf of Wall Street. Henry Zabrowski. So he's what a what a funny guy. What a great guy. Like I thought he was going to drown me. And and uh, you know just somebody who uh, it's easy to be in the room with. Yeah. Well, so uh, he ripped your top off. So you're topless in the pool. Yeah. That's an amazing story. Yeah. Being humped by a, a, a person who has really not the ability to understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, was he strong? Very strong. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. He's like kept holding my head underwater to like pull Jesus. my butt up and hurt right me. Right there, that guy. I thought he was gonna drown me. Putting his penis. And like into nobody it. did anything because they were so shocked. And then a dog ran out from the woods <laughs> and saved. Me? Yeah, saved me. He like kept barking, barking ferociously. He was, he was in Wolf of Wall Street. That's correct. And he uh, ripped my top off. I think tickets were like twenty bucks for that. Oh, you know, wow. and they always That's pay. That's an amazing story. Now, did you ever see him again? Yeah, I saw him again. He was, he was in Wolf of Wall Street. Because he went to the church with us. Right. They have all this deniability. Yeah, nobody punished him. He was in Wolf of Wall nobody, Street. Nobody, because he apparently didn't know what he was doing. There's two ways of looking at that. And then he got scared and let go. So it's maybe an important thing to learn that, uh, that, that when someone is struggling to breathe, you don't uh, you know, continue to, to hump them. Yeah, yeah, that's like a lesson, you know. <laughs> Regular strength, your strength orangutan or whatever you know whatever and then there's henry zabrowski so he's what a what a funny guy what a great guy he knew what he was doing (laughs)